Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. And so, here we are. We're back with Keith. And by the way, welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. I forgot to say that last our last podcast, Keith. But we're back with you. This is a part two of our meeting with Keith Budwell. He's a sports medicine young man, and he's... Well, I'm super excited to bring him into homeopathy for mommies because he's so knowledgeable in both in both sports medicine and nutrition, as well as just a well-rounded um, demeanor when it comes to healthcare. So we're, we've brought him in here, and, and we're we're picking his little brain. And so today, I mean, last time we we kind of talked about Keith, we found a little out a little bit about him, and today we are going to hear some of the things that he's got in mind that we're going to be going over and within this year. And so one of the things, Keith, I was thinking about this is you were helping Abby, my daughter with her, her ankle. And she says, mom, Keith told me I need to get a special, what's it a brace or I can't remember what she said. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. And, and she heard it really bad um, when she, when she sprained it. And, and I know you've been, kind of helping us with it. And you had taught her how to do this bump test when, <laughs> when she, when she hurt her ankle. And so we knew it wasn't broken. We, we, we knew it was just a really severe sprain, even though she's like really super whiny. <laughs> well, sprains really hurt, you know, what, what is, yeah. Well, why, why is it that sprains hurt? They say sprains hurt more than a break versus, you know, what is the difference and how does a parent, you know, I mean, I know you're going to talk about this, but, you know, why is it that the sprain hurts so bad? Well, um, the, the problem is with sprains is a lot of time you stretch or slightly tear um, your ligaments, which they are very um, highly infused with nerves. Now, that will be very painful because there's a nerve called the C-fiber nerve, uh, and that is basically your pain nerve. Um, and when that gets um, any kind of stimulus that sends it right to the brain, that that's painful. And uh, oh. with the sprain, they're intact and they're sensing that. Now with okay. a break or a grade three sprain, which is basically a full rupture or tear of your ligament, what happens is the nerves are actually either torn themselves uh, or compromised and they can't sense uh, anything oh. after that or the signal is interrupted. Okay. Uh, so then there's either most of the time with a break and a sprain is there's instant pretty excruciating pain. And right. then it like either dims down or it stops completely. I've oh. I've seen it happen both ways. Okay, um, and that's and that's what that is. The C fibers being either either torn themselves, and obviously uh, a, a torn nerve is a dead nerve and it won't fire anymore. Or it's being uh, compressed by swelling, uh, which makes it stop firing sometimes as well. So yeah, there's that's that's the main reason why. Okay. Is. See, this is exactly what got me so fired up about you being on our show because. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I've had, you know, training and um, emergency training. I've had nurses aid training. I've had my naturopathic training, all these different trainings, but I'll tell you what, when Abby actually, okay, fine. Abby had a rough year last year. 
but you were, yeah, you were at the camp when she broke her shoulder. And I was so thankful for that because you just took over for me. But that's when you taught her how to do that tap test. And I'm like, why are we not taught this? I mean, like I said, in all my training, I was never taught that simple tap test. And she uses it all the time. We've been present this last few months when several people got hurt. And Abby just rushes right in there. She's totally confident. And she does the tap test. She goes, don't worry, it's just a sprain. And the mothers will just look at her like, get out of here, kid. (laughs) But she is so confident because Keith taught her how to do that. And see, that's why, like I say, I'm, I'm just super excited about you coming in and, and helping families just to understand this, these, these wonderful little tricks. But I'll let you go yeah. ahead. I'm going to give you free reign here. You just t- talk about what some of the things that you have planned for us this, this year. Okay, it's your floor. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you, Sue. Um, <laughs> the, first, uh, the first thing I'm basing to go through since, um, you know, you're, you're curious about the breaks, um, you know, how to identify them. Um, and you know what's what the best move is for that. Uh, also with sprains as well. Um, so my first uh, pre- presentation uh, is, is going to be breaks and sprains, uh, and I am going to go over that bump test, awesome. which is pretty much uh, yeah, which it's pretty much kind of a, a percussion test. Um, and what the idea is is it's going to send a percussive force through the bone, and if there is a break, that is going to be very painful. Um, I know I said a lot of the nerves surrounding it are. Uh, you know, compromise, but there are nerves everywhere. Right. And that's going to happen is it's going to try not, try not to make this sound too dramatic, but uh, it is going to pinch the other nerves when that bone is uh, loose, not a full structure. Um, and that'll, you know, that'll send them through the rope. Um, and then you'll know that it is a break. Uh, you can use a tuning fork as well for music that does a very, um, it does a good job at uh, identifying a positive test. Um, and with that, you just touch the bone while the tuning fork is vibrating. Same kind of situation. Oh. Um, obviously, yeah, obviously when uh, Abby broke her collarbone, I didn't have that because we were camping. Um, so what I did with her is I just strained her arm out. So the uh, humerus in the glenohumeral socket, basically your shoulder right here, um, it, was bas- it was touching her scapula and her clavicle. So I did a slight test. You don't want to hit it really hard, obviously. You just you just you do a little tap, and that sent that you know enough percussive force um, to hurt, and that showed me that her collarbone must have been broken. Now, obviously, if it's an open fracture, which basically means the bone is pushing against the skin, don't have to do the bump test. That's just gonna <laughs> hurt. Right. Uh, but yeah, um, and uh, for for this uh, first presentation. Uh, I'm going to be going over all that. I'm going to be going over all kinds of breaks. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples. The uh, green stick fracture, which is only really in children. uh, And that's when their bones haven't ossified enough. Basically, there's some cartilage left. And uh, uh, a green stick basically looks like the green tree branch when you kind of try to break it and you see all those little, you know, fibers. That's what green stick is in a bone as well. Okay. Um, You know. There's commuted, there's spiral, there's all kinds. There's, uh, what's that one? Oh, the linear fracture, that's a fun one. Uh, and then, of course, there's also stress fractures, which technically isn't a true fracture. I'll go over all that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, there are grades of sprains as well, uh, and that is ra- rather important. You know, a grade one sprain, not a big deal. Um, I mean, it's a big deal because it hurts, but, uh, you, you know, you'll be walking in a couple of weeks with that one. And then, of course, there's a grade three, which 
that's a complete tear of the ligament. And that is a big problem. Sometimes there even has to be surgery with that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, now, uh, the next one, these may not be in order. Um, they, they might be, uh, basically the, the, the future will tell, uh, after that, I am thinking about doing uh, one on taping, which, uh, that is what I recommended to Abby, um, athletic taping her ankle when she's doing anything, especially since it's still hurt. Okay. Uh, there's, uh, a, basically I, I call it the, uh, stirrup ankle tape job. Um, there's a lot of different names for it. Um, but basically what it'll do is it'll hold her ankle enough in neutral that she's not going to put stress on those ligaments. Uh, and that's what she needs. Okay. Uh, I prefer Johnson and Johnson tape, but that's just because it tears really well <laughs> when, when you're tearing it and then it holds itself in place when they're actually being active. Anyway, I'm also going to go over compression wrap, uh, ACE bandages, and then uh, the benefits of heat and cold when, when to use it. I'm just getting a little confused. Um, and then I think I'm going to go into a little bit of rehab type exercises. Um, I'm going to go into the uh, posture and chronic injuries and you know the best rehab for them a lot of people actually almost everybody i see these days have the upper cross syndrome which is basically forward head forward rolled rounded shoulders okay Real tough for posture and that can cause a plethora of other problems uh, and you know I'm, I'm gonna go through various exercises various stretches um and uh, what to do to fix that and to avoid happening uh, that happening again now there's a lower cross syndrome. I'm also going to be going over too. Oh uh, yeah. And then that's number three. I have 10 of these. So bear with me. <laughs> um, uh, the next one, I think I'm going to go into a little bit of nutrition. I'm going to go into carbs and sugars and basically their significance in the human body, um, which also relates to the glycemic index, uh, how accurate it is and uh, how and when to use that. Um, it does work. It can work. Uh, there's also a thing called glycemic loading or not gloating, sorry, the glycemic load. Uh, and I will also touch on that as well. And then I'm kind of going to branch off of that for my next one into diets. I'm going to go over quite a few. Atkins, keto are two I'm going to be going into pretty deep. Uh, but I do want to look at the paleo diet, <clears throat> excuse me, and then uh, the no-fat diet, which I don't like at all because you need fats in your diet. Uh, and then a few more as well. And uh, basically, I'm going to find probably the top six, uh, and I'm going to go into them uh, for everybody. And then I'm going to go into the fat burning training. I'm going to kind of I'm going to split that up into two. Uh, I'm going to do one where it's focused on the at home version. You know, if you don't go to a gym, you just want to have something to do at home or uh, you know, basically outside. Uh, I'm going to go through that. Uh, there's a lot of great techniques there. Uh, and then if you do go to a gym, that's going to be my next basically episode. Uh, and I'm going to talk about, you know, the best exercises to do at a gym for, you know, moms, um, older individuals, and then to younger kids, uh, athletes, teenagers, stuff like that. Basically, I'm going to try to touch on everybody. Uh, okay. so, so everybody is included. And then I'm going to go through uh, vitamins uh, and minerals, which obviously vegetables are almost the, well, they are the number one way to get your vitamins. Uh, and I'm going to go through all that. You know, like uh, the superfoods, people, you know, there's a lot of different types of superfoods and some some people think other superfoods are in it. And, you know, I'll go through that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'll probably do, you know, the top 20 vegetables I think you should have in your pantry. And I'll pretty much explain my reasonings for that. All right. Uh, and then, of course, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I said, all right, that sounds wonderful. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, and then uh, I'm going to go into uh, balance, which uh, I think I'm going to include uh, that preventative exercise uh, that I was talking to you before. Basically, you know, when I talked about weak ankles or, uh, you know, a lot of people have bad knees, which can be a problem. And then people have uh, low back pain. Uh, I think I'm going to include that into my balance because a lot of times balance exercises will help uh, build that, you know, the transverse abdominals or the pelvic floor, uh, which is technically your core, which I'll get into that too. Um, but, you know, that a, a lot of times all that will help those three I just mentioned. So, yeah, all that will be in kind of one uh, basically video I'm going to do. Uh, and then uh, the last one I have on my on my uh, little list I have here is uh, rehab techniques after injury. Like if you roll your ankle, get a grade two sprain, let's say, you know, I'm going to go into stuff like that. Uh, and they, I might actually have to break that up into a few. Maybe I'll do, you know, an ankle and then I'll do a knee and then maybe I'll do low back, you know, something like that. Okay. Oh, and uh, I am going to go into also um, – you know, child, not child, but kid strength training, you know, what's a good time to start them. You know, if they're looking into sports for high school or if they, you know, just any kind of, if a parent wants to start their kid on some sort of exercise, I'm going to go into that as well. And that's, awesome. and that's number 11. Okay. Um, I have more, but uh, that's all I have on my list. So, <laughs> well, I can tell you, I know there's two for sure that you need to put on there. One of them is um, like pregnancy like different exercises that uh, someone who is actually expecting what kind okay, of exercises yep. are safe for them because yep, yep. I have seen women, you know, and I've, I, I was a health, I mean, I, I exercised all the time, but I yep. never, I never went jogging and things like that when I was more than like three or four months along. And, okay. it's, and obviously there's a safety point there. There's things that pregnant women can do and what they're safe to them. So I think you should do a yep. program on that as well. And I will. Yeah. And then I know there's a lot of women having trouble getting their, um, they end up with hernias, like this, this, this separated muscle at, at, at the umbilical. Yeah, and the, uh, uh, the rectus abdominis can split. Yeah, yes. I, uh, yeah, and there's oh, so many problems with that nowadays. I don't know what the deal is with that. So you're going to have to focus on that one as well. I mean, you've got so much, Keith. I think you're going to have to talk to us more than once a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to be a busy well, now, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you uh, when you talk about that that uh, that pregnancy fitness, um, yeah, there are safe exercises for the, for the three trimesters, um, and you know, yeah, we'll go through that. We'll go through first trimester exercises, second trimester exercises, and there are exercises you can do on the third trimester. They're going to be a lot uh, less, uh, you know, strenuous because you know you got to be careful on um, right. that third trimester. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be going through that. Uh, and yeah, the uh, rectus abdominis problem, yeah, that's. That is kind of a... Kind of yeah, why are we having so many women with problems with that nowadays? I never heard of this until the last year and a half. Um, I just, well, <clears throat> well, I mean, it, it has a lot to do with um, stomach strength, uh, the strength of that muscle uh, in particular. Um, a lot of times, uh, especially when I think about moms, um, they strengthen their obliques quite a bit, but there's not much focus on that rectus because it goes over, you know, the, you know, the baby bump. Okay. And uh, yeah, you can't do crunches or anything like that. So, you know, a lot of times it gets neglected um, and, you know, it can split like that. And there is, you know, it's, it's basically tendinous tissue uh, down that middle line of the rectus. You know, if you look at uh, the six pack on, you know, an anatomical thing, you can see that line there. 
and right. that's where it tears. Now, uh-huh. you, yeah, you have to focus on that being strong. And, you know, all, a lot of times it's not. Right. And obviously tendons can get stronger. Basically, the more uh, exercise you do, it's basically more stress is put on that tendon, more it develops. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to go into that. Okay. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> hernia as well. Now, uh, when you talk about hernias, yeah, you, that can happen a lot too. And a lot of times with that uh, is a weak transverse abdominis, which is the thin muscle underneath all those outer muscles. And it's it's very neglected. Uh, and a lot of times it hardly even fires on most people. And you have to really work on getting it to start firing. Okay. And then uh, once you get it to start contracting like that, you have to keep working on it. Now, okay. it's not a muscle where you do a lot of reps and stuff. It's more of a concentric, I'm sorry, not concentric, but uh, isometric type of muscle. So you have to, it, it's, it's complicated. And uh, yeah, when I go over that, I will get into that pretty deep. That's awesome. And one thing that I can honestly say is that when we're talking, when because we talk a lot, but when we're talking, I'm going to say, okay, Keith, you're going to tell you talking about this today. I want to throw in a couple of remedies that maybe you can tell people will be helpful. The, the, the umbilical hernia area that, you know, like for an infant, one of the remedies we would give for that situation would be calcarb. So we'll have to, we'll have to confer a little bit. And, and then you can say, oh, yes, Sue told me to tell you that this would be a really good remedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to make sure we, we combine those things. <laughs> yeah, you, you're definitely the authority on uh, the remedy. So, yeah, we'll because definitely they, talk they, about Yeah, because they complement each other so much. It's just like, you know, essential oils and, like you said, the nutrition and, and exercise, it all goes together. I mean, if we want to yes. have a healthy body, we, we, use, we use what we have access to. And, and homeopathy helps the body to do what you're trying to get it to do. It gives it that message. And then you, you still have to do the grunt work. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically it would augment your training. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, I I agree with that. Anything (laughs) extra that can help will help, you know, and definitely do that. Essential oils, the homeopathic, you know, all of it. If you can, uh, you know, administer that in a way that that it'll help definitely do it. I, I, I fully agree. Yeah. I'm so excited about this, Keith. I think it's going to be, I'm just, I'm just really excited. I think, it, like I said, it just compliments. It's just like, I feel like the whole, our whole program now is, is, is just coming so complete with our heritage series recipes and our essential oil girl. And now you coming on board. I'm just, I'm just so excited because it's just, I just feel like it's, you know, I want to, I wanted a website where you can find everything you need and, you know, have access to it. I'm not saying that we won't have guest speakers from time to time, like, our midwife, she's, she wants to come in and, and help us once in a while. And I'm like, yay. So it's just fun. It's just wonderful to have, you know, such a, a well-rounded cast here. So um, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners before we let you go? Uh, no, uh, basically, you know, if it's never too early to just start, you know, with, with your health, with your fitness, with your well-being, you know, I've, I've found, you know, the better fitness I'm in, you know, the healthier I feel. And it, you know, it, it feels good to be able to get up and pretty much do whatever you want, you know, and uh, be able to play with your kids and not worry about, you know, tearing a muscle or throwing your back out, you know, or rolling your ankle, any, anything like that. It, it feels good to be able to run around with your boys. I, I, I don't have boys yet. I, hopefully I do soon, but you know, <laughs> run around with your boys or girls, you know, playing tag or catch or anything and not get winded. It's a great feeling. Right. Well, it's just, you know, and that's, I am always telling my listeners that. And, and I think, you know, like say it's, 
our body is our temple. It's our temple of our, our, of the Holy spirit. And, you know, it's, it's important for us to keep that temple as healthy as we possibly can, because when you feel good, like you say, then it's easier to be happy. And when you're happy, it's easier to be nice to others and to be charitable. And, and that's what God wants from us. I I just really feel that it is. um, Just, just one more thing I want to say is, uh, I'm not going to be one of those crazy, you know, no cheat meal kind of guy or no <laughs> rest at all kind of guy. You know, I, I'm a little more relaxed on that. I'm not going to try to keep, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, don't eat this ever. Right. Obviously, if you like something in moderation, it's going to be okay. So, yeah, right. don't don't worry that I'm going to be some crazy health guy who's going <laughs> to stop you from eating all your foods, you know. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, uh, let's, for example, uh, mashed potatoes. Pretty high in the glycemic index. You eat a lot of it. It's not going to be good. But hey, when come Thanksgiving, I'm going to eat plenty of it myself. So, you know, I'm not going to be that guy. So Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I appreciate that. You know, I have told that story. You talk about potatoes. I have told that story on my podcast about um, there, was a, there was a study done and they took a group of hogs. You know, hogs are... Um, our anatomy is identical to that of a, of a pig, you know, yep. the size of the organs, everything anyway. And, um, and they, they did this study on, and hogs and they fed one group uh, cooked potatoes, any kind of cooked potatoes that they could mashed, you know, boiled, whatever. And then they took the other group of hogs and they fed them raw potatoes and the, the hogs fed cooked potatoes grew fat and lazy. And they had tiny litters and soon they were having like, you know, pathetic litters that would die and they were weak. And the other group that were fed raw potatoes, they grew, they were lean and strong. They had large, healthy litters and they were just very, very healthy. So, (laughs) you know. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. And that goes without saying too much of a good thing, right? Right. And and like I said, in like one, you like say you have the enzymes in the raw potatoes where you don't have them in the cooked potatoes. And so that takes care of, like you said, the glycemic index. If yeah. it, you've got those enzymes already there, you know, in, in the raw. Yeah. And so we used to eat raw potatoes when I was a kid. That is kind of another problem with, that is kind of another problem with heat and, and uh, denaturing of certain enzymes. Right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably have to do a whole uh, video on that because yeah. uh, that is kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at cooked vegetables and raw vegetables or, I mean, raw potatoes aren't exactly the best thing to try to munch on. <laughs> oh, we, so, we uh, lived on a, we didn't have access yeah. to a lot of apples, like in the winter or anything like that. Mama just said, go get a potato. <laughs> go ahead, go get a potato. Yeah. Probably wash it first. <laughs> well, right. we, we usually peeled it and then ate oh, it. Oh, okay. But, yeah. All right, well, there you go. <laughs> but that was, that was our, oh boy, we thought we just, were just so happy when mom said we could go have a potato. <laughs> in, uh, in, very interesting. Yeah, I know. Peeled, peeled raw potato, maybe a little bit of salt. In the a little bit of salt, yep. Maybe yep. I'll try that. <laughs> we sit in front of, we sit and watch nice. cartoons and eat raw potatoes. <laughs> Well, Keith, this has been fun. I really appreciate you joining me. And I'm looking so forward to you in our members corner. And I think you're going to be really busy, young man. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Happy to do it. Happy to be here. All right. Well, thank you, Keith. We'll talk to you later then. May God bless you. Talk to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.